This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. This morning, we'll be talking about Jesus, my shepherd, and my master. Can somebody say, Jesus, my shepherd, and my master. Let's go to, the, to Psalm 23, which I'm sure many of us know by heart. And let's just read the whole psalm together. Jesus, my shepherd, and my master. If you're in Psalm 23, let's read together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I'm not hearing you read that psalm. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is your testimony in Jesus' name. Let's take verse 1. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Jesus became your shepherd when he gave his life for you on the cross. Hallelujah. He became your shepherd when he paid for you. It cost him his life. The Amplified Classic says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. John 10, 11 to 15. You can write it down. Let's read some of it. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and liveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. If you go to verse 14, I'm the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I'm known of mine. Hallelujah to Jesus. So he's talking to us here, and Jesus said he's the good shepherd. He gave his life for the sheep. You may feel insignificant this morning, or you may feel that you are not really important this morning. But you know how much you are willing to pay on an item shows us the value of that item. Hallelujah. I want to say to you this morning, the price that was paid for you and I was God himself dying. Hallelujah. 
This has nothing to do with where you came from. It had nothing to do with your background. It had nothing to do with your failure. It had nothing to do with what your father did not do, what your mother did not do, what history you might have or not have. But Jesus so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If you are still the only one in this world, Jesus will have still come to give his life. Child of God, I want to say something to you this morning. You are precious in his sight this morning. I say you are precious in his sight this morning. This may not be much value to you, but if somebody is paying a million dollars for this item here, that means this thing is of value. I want you to know something this morning. It doesn't matter what is coming against you. You are value to the Almighty God because your shepherd gave his life for you. And because he gave his life for you, I'm here to announce to a child of God this morning that others may be going down, but your good shepherd is going to make sure, he's going to see to it that where there's a casting down, there must be a lifting up. Because he remembers the cross. He remembers what he did for you and I. This morning, others may not make it, but I want to announce. In fact, I want to prophesy. I want to declare your tomorrow. I want to say over you and your family that in this season where they are crying, the good shepherd will bring you to the green pastures. He will bring you to the still waters because he has paid with his life. You will not go down like the rest of them. Your business will not somersault. Your car will not somersault. You are going to another level in God because your good shepherd is still alive. If you believe that, give him a wave of rain and give him a shout of hallelujah. Please be seated. Glory to God. So the Lord is our shepherd because he paid a great price for us, for me, for you. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, Yet for your sakes it became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. You are richer than you look this morning. I say you are richer than you look this morning. You know, it's the person backing you that determines your riches. A man, a man can be wearing something that is not expensive. But if the person backing him is loaded, I want you to know you are rich this morning because the person backing you is loaded. He is the creator of the universe. He is the one that made all things by the word and upholds by, by the word of his power. Hallelujah to Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The redemptive name of God revealed as our shepherd belongs to the covenant believer the redemptive name of god jehovah raha amen belongs to the believer who is in covenant with him amen psalm 100 verse 3 ephesians 2:10 1 peter 2:9 psalm 100 verse 3 Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that had made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Ephesians 2.10 For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. First Peter 2.9 Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, 
that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but now we are the people of God. Know ye not that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So Jehovah, uh, Jehovah Raha, R-A-H-A, is the Lord our shepherd. He said we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. It's like when two people come to the altar and the pastor, a man wants to marry a woman and the pastor, when they've exchanged the vows and the pastor says, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You have exchanged ring. You have exchanged vows. You can now say, this is my wife. Glory to God. This is my husband. No other person can make that statement in that church that day or wherever that wedding was taking place. Jehovah Raha, after he paid the price, he said, I am your shepherd. You cannot say the Lord is my possessive pronoun. is my shepherd. Dikimayo. You can look at that woman and say, this is my talk now. My. Even touch her for church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if this young man do that thing, what you just did now, if this is my son here, should try it. Even though we're in church, there will be a problem. Eh? Woto, woto, what does that mean? <laughs> hot, hot. Nigerian languages, they confuse me. What is that, for God's sake? Whatever it means. You see the way he just touched the woman's cheek? Eh? Pastor, I've been a dick in the call you. You don't fear for inside church. Do like this. Let John try that. John, don't even, just be looking at me. Because that man can be wild. <laughs> just be looking at me and you are well. So what is happening? Jehovah Raha is saying that I have married you. Allow your husband to take responsibility. Women, you are good at that. The least you are supposed to push, and the one you are not supposed to push, you are always pushing on. All women say amen. amen. <laughs> Some of you are looking at me like, okay, pastor, please spare also. So in the natural, we know how to push least. In the spiritual, start pushing your list to God. In fact, before you give that your husband the list, push it to God first. He said, Jesus, you married me. Oh. You are my shepherd. You are my... Even if you're a widow, you still have a husband. That husband is Jesus. Hey! The Lord is my shepherd. My husband. Come on, talk to me, somebody. It's a possessive pronoun. It's my husband. And I want to tell you, let me boast about this Lord a, a little bit. Let me boast about this, our shepherd, a little bit. He was the one that made a table in the wilderness. There was no vendor, no food anywhere, but he made a table in the wilderness. He fed people with manna. They ate angel food. I'm saying this, your shepherd, is a big shepherd this morning. I said this, your shepherd, is a big shepherd this morning. There was a time there was no water, 
no water board, nothing. But from a rock, this shepherd brought water out. I want to tell you, in this season in our nation, in the economy, water will come out of the rock for you. Manna will fall. I say manna will fall from heaven for your family. The Lord will see to it. I have been young and now I'm old. I've never, 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 never seen the righteous forsaken. And you will not beg bread. I said, my daughter, you will not beg bread. Child of God, you will not beg bread. You are not like anybody else. Jehovah Raha is your shepherd. Can you give him a shout of amen this morning? I said, give him a shout of amen this morning. When they go to the Red Sea, they say you cannot pass. The shepherds say, I will make a street in the Red Sea. And it dried up the sea. And the children of Israel, they walk on dry land. I said, your shepherd, your guide, he cannot fail you. Is there an amen in the house of God? When they got into the desert, it was so hot. It was so hot in the daytime. Your shepherd provided air condition made of cloud. I want to say, if it is hot where you are, cloud is coming down. Cloud is coming down. Cloud is coming down. It was so cold in the night. It was so cold in the night. And your shepherd said, I'm going to bring an automatic heater. He brought heater. He brought fire in the night. You will not be cold in the night. I said, you will not be cold in the night. I said, you will not be cold in the night. Is there a witness in the house of God? There was a time there was famine in the land and God told the prophet, he said, go by the brook. I want to say your brook will not dry up in this season. Water will come from the brook for you and your family. Your business will not collapse in this season. Another time, he said, vulture, vulture will come and feed you. Raven will come and feed you. I want to say your enemy will feed you. Your enemy will feed you because you belong to Jehovah Raha. You will not lack. Your children will not lack bread. If you believe that, give him a wave offering and a shout of hallelujah. Another time Peter came and said, I fished all night and I caught nothing. But your shepherd said, I know where the fishes are. Throw your nets inside. Peter was afraid. He only threw one net. You will throw all your nets in this season and you are going to have a harvest. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord? Is there a witness in the house of the Lord? Another time, they brought in five loaves and two fishes to feed thousands of people. Your salary may be five loaves and two fishes, but I want to declare to you, your shepherd has an anointing to multiply your five loaves and two fishes. Your little shall be great. I say your little shall be great. Our one will become a thousand. Is there a believer in the house of God? Another time they said there's no money anywhere to give anybody. But your shepherd said, go to the lake, Peter. You are going to find a fish with money in the mouth. I want to say there's a fish with money in the mouth. There's a fish with money in the mouth. You believe that, lift your head and give him a shout of hallelujah. He said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If you cannot find the money in Kaduna, if you cannot find it in Nigeria, if you cannot find it in Europe, if you cannot find it somewhere else, it will supply it from heaven. It will supply it from heaven. In fact, your blessing is coming from heaven. It's coming from heaven. The Lord will locate you. The shepherd, no oh, if you believe that, give them a shout of hallelujah this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jehovah Raha. The good shepherd. 
Please be seated. He is the good shepherd. Listen to me. In the wilderness, no food vendor, no farm to harvest from. He made a table. He made a feast in the wilderness. He will make a feast for you. He will make a feast for your children. Don't let it get into your head. What did I say? Don't let it get into your head that you don't have. Oh, okay. How many of you have ATM card? Don't raise your ATM card, but you have. If your ATM card is loaded with 100 million and you don't have cash in your pocket, are you poor? In fact, you'll be walking anyhow. You'll be throwing your leg anyhow. <laughs> you enter the shop. <laughs> say, they say the thing at 20 million. You just say, okay. They say, okay, where your money? You say, <laughs> say, don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. They say, but you're wearing slippers. Just don't talk to me like that. The reason when they will know you is when you are punching the figure. When you put one, zero, zero, help me for, for 100 million. Zero, zero. The second you will be touching, says, the man, now zero, the man, they punch you. I've been a Yahweh Yahweh. Not be Yahweh Yahweh, the Holy Ghost. So the fact that the thing is not physically in your pocket, it's in your bank. And he said, the Lord will supply all according to his riches in glory. So there's a bank in heaven that never lacks. And that is where God said your resources are. And because he has said that, the fact that it's not in your physical pocket does not mean it's not in your spiritual pocket. In your spiritual pocket this morning, there's enough rice there. There's enough beans there. There's enough oil there. There's enough school fees there. Everything you need is supplied in that spiritual bank account. And I want to say to you something, child of God, this morning, you are going to see to it. God will see to it that you are not disgraced. It is your place where they are going to be coming to ask for food. It is your place where people will knock down and say, can you help us? Because God has lifted you to another level. Is there a witness in the house of God? Don't let it get into your head that you do not have. Because the moment you believe that, you believe you don't have a shepherd. Don't let the size of the need oppress you. When they come and call the figure, don't let your mind shake. Just say, oh, Oga, over to you. Just the way you get a big bill, and if your husband is a good shepherd, you say, darling, <laughs> over to you. Give God the bill this morning. He can pay your bill. You believe that? Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Let's take another thought. Glory to God. So is our Jehovah Raha. We belong to him. Hmm. The Lord, our shepherd, is the all-breasted one. I've been talking about that a bit already. He told Abraham in Genesis 17, 1, when he was 99 years old, he said, walk before me and be blameless. Psalm 24, 1 and 2. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Hallelujah. Another important thing we need to see here. We've talked about the Lord is my shepherd. Then he said, I shall not want. It's another revelation. That's Jehovah Jireh. 
how do you see Jehovah Jireh in your life? The believer who worships God with his best shall experience the provision of Jehovah Jireh. Say with me, the believer who worships God with his best shall experience the provision of Jehovah Jireh. Genesis 22, let's go there. Let's see the story of Abraham. You know, giving God your best means when it's raining, when it's sunny, when the time is good, when the time is not good, you are worshiping God in season and out of season. Is there an amen somewhere? No, some of us decide when to worship God. If the cloud ever gather, we say, ah, today I know they go to church. There are people like that. But if the cloud gather and you are going to office, you take umbrella. Come and look at your neighbor and say, Pastor is not talking to you because you are in church. If the cloud gather on Sunday, say, ah, today, oh God, <laughs> I know they go. <laughs> I will do online. <laughs> Which one be online? The Bible says, do not neglect the gathering together of one another as is the manner of some. There's something about us coming together. There's a spiritual energy. There's a synergy. There's, there's something when you get into the presence of another believer. Iron sharpness, iron. There are so many online Christians now. Say, which church you go? Online. <laughs> Who is your pastor? Online. If, you're, if you die now, now, online pastor will come bury you. <laughs> Me, I have a real pastor and I have a real church. All these online Christians, huh? you know, you understand that. It's, it's worse in other parts of the world. Some people, you know, only when special guests, they say, to the Bolata is coming, they say, this Sunday I'm going to church. I'm talking to people, go to church today. I know they're there. Hallelujah. Special minister is coming, I'll go to church. Special minister is not coming, here. pastor just preach online. Online believers. They say, I'm a real believer. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. There's something about when we come together. The Bible recommends it for us. Are you following me? Now, Genesis 22, I can just tell you the story. But I like reading sometimes. Let's, let's read a little bit. Let, let's read a little bit. Just a little bit. Go there. Let's read. Let's read. Let's read a bit. Genesis 22 from verse 5, I believe. And Abraham said unto these young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the Lord will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Now, you remember the background of this story? Isaac, God said, go, Abraham, take your son, the one you love. He was specific, and they took a three-day journey. They saw the place afar off, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together, and Isaac spake to, unto Abraham, his father, and said, my father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb of the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself. Somebody say, God will provide himself. God will provide himself. A lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. And bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand. And took the knife to slay his son, and the angel of the Lord called out unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, 
neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, what? Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. And he said to this day, the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. All right, friends. What I want to say to us here is that, yes, he's our shepherd. Yes, he's the all-breasted one. Yes, the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof. Yes, the cattle of a thousand hills belong to him. Yes, we have the covenant name of Jehovah Raha because he has married us. But your obedience is key to walking in the provision of God. There's nothing wrong with the provision in heaven. You have a hundred million in your account. You have a nice ATM card, but you cannot remember the PIN number. Your card is useless. They say, what's your PIN number? I say, what's your PIN number? You say, what's your PIN number? They say, come back when you can remember the PIN number. The Holy Ghost has been waiting for you people to, some of us to remember the PIN number. You want to buy something in the shop? <laughs> or you buy, you, you buy food finished for market. The woman say, what do they call it now? You have a, a POS or what? They say, yes, I have POS. Okay, you put the card. You bought food, 100,000. You put it aside. You have loaded your, your car. Your goods is loaded. <laughs> then the woman say, hey, Oga, hey, CPOS. <laughs> you start speaking in tongues. Father, the woman would say, I offload the goods. Because the man is speaking in tongues, he's not putting pin number. Wow. So, do you know your pin number for Jehovah Jireh? Ask your friend, do you know your pin number for Jehovah Jireh? If he's frowning, talk to another person, do you know your pin number for Jehovah Jireh? It's your giving. It's your giving. The ram was arrested. But Abraham did not see the ram until he placed his son on the altar. Go and read the sequence. The ram was waiting. Malaka Satabaya. May the Lord give you revelation. Your ram is waiting. It's like that guy behind me. Your ram is there. But until Isaac climbs the altar, if you read the sequence, the ram was arrested, but he could not see the arrested ram. He could not see the provision until Isaac mounted the altar. Yes, and he took the knife to slay that boy. There's nothing wrong with Jehovah, our shepherd. Nothing wrong with the provision of heaven. It is down here that something is wrong. A woman called me during COVID from America. Dear sister in the Lord. She said she left this country. When God told her to plant a seed into a ministry, and all of them got ticket to go to America. She got to America, God said, plant a seed for your house. She did, she got her house. Then she began to listen to some modern preachers who are always criticizing giving. And she listened, listened, she stopped that, she's not giving to anything. She said, Pastor, I'm in trouble. All her children were struggling. She too was struggling financially. I said, you haven't told me anything special. The ram is arrested. But Isaac has not mounted the altar. 
This morning, don't stop tithing because times are hard. Don't stop giving because times are hard. Because you will not be able to see that ram. If you read the story, the ram was there until Abraham put Isaac on the altar. Until you put your Isaac on the altar, you cannot see the ram of provision. Say with me, until you put your Isaac on the altar, you cannot see the ram of provision. I'm going to pray for you this morning that the windows of heaven will open mightily upon you. You see, so many times people don't understand our secret. Our secret is in our giving. Sometimes it's crazy what God tells us to do around here. But we do it anyway. There's sometimes there's pain in the offering. You are giving. Do you think Abraham was laughing when he put that boy on the altar? I'm sure he put him there and said, well, he believed God can raise this boy from there. It was not, it was, a, it was a tough moment. But I believe many of us can jump. Listen to me. I believe you can jump in this season. Do you know what Abraham did is what gave us Christ? Because on the ranges of Mount Moriah is Mount Calvary where God gave Jesus. Are you hearing me? We need to go to another level. Tell your neighbor, go to another level. There are some things that are tied down. But you need to listen to God in your giving. Some of us, with the season now, a neighbor comes to you and says, I'm, I'm struggling, I don't have. You yourself say, me too, I no get. You have, you have put yourself in the same level. Go inside and look for something. No matter if it's one cup, you will not, uh, you will not starve. I say you will not starve. Amen. If it is one cup, give that neighbor. Say, Madam, I'm telling you something. The windows will be open for you. I said the windows will be open for you. Let's stand to our feet this morning everywhere. We'll pick it up in the next service. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and begin to bless the Lord. I'm sure there are many needs in the house. I want to join faith with you this morning that that need in your life will be met. That need in your life will be met. That the God of heaven will send abundance of rain upon you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning. I thank you because you are our shepherd, Jehovah Ra. You are our provider, Jehovah Jireh. You are not retired, you are not tired. Your resources are not controlled by inflation and economy. And therefore, Lord, this morning, I say your children will not suffer hunger. They will not beg for bread. There will be increase on every side in the name of Jesus. And now I charge your angels to go for you. The angels will work for your business this week. Angels will work for your family this week. You will go from strength to strength this week. Provision will be made. Checks will be signed. Agreements will be made. Favor is your portion. Abundance is your portion. Because your good shepherd is more than enough this morning. In Jesus' name, give him praise and glory in the house of God. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilla at RBCM Online, and our website is 
www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.